This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. Hello, good evening once again and welcome to another episode of I probably think probably fifth or sixth now rated podcast after our effort last week uh, behind someone else and, you know, a tub of lard or something like that. Now, uh, with it being August, everybody seems to be on holiday. So uh, today you've got myself, you've got Dave and we're with the, uh, we're with the League Cup squad. Uh, join us tonight. I've got Blair and I've got Stokey, who's known as Electric Giblets, uh, winding people up on Twitter about Barry Bannon. Blair, Blair, you already know. You know what I mean? We're already here. How's it going, Blair? You all right, Paul? Really good, mate. It's positive times, isn't it? Finally. It's weird being positive, but you also tend to forget we're in League One, isn't it? You yeah, know what I mean? Who cares? Winning just feels good in whatever league you're in. <laughs> Fair enough. What about you, Stokes? Have you just woke up, mate? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. But mainly, I'm just trying not to get too attached to Dennis Adenaran at the moment because yeah. after Kieran Lee, I'm not ready to love a midfielder this much again. <laughs> He's going to replace Kante at Chelsea, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine him and his little cheeky smile just everywhere? He just, he just puts me in a good mood just watching him. He's, uh, like, he's like Samedo and Kieran Lee combined. And I'm just yeah. like, I know it's early days, but he could be my favourite player of all time by the end of this <laughs> yeah he, he is brilliant he is. well I, I tell you what let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves because uh, in true Wednesday week fashion which is a complete fabrication and a lie we've got some breaking news I tell you what Blair we'll come to you about it if you want to break the news pal <laughs> yeah breaking news mate Andre Green has left the club yeah. um, I was at Doncaster I was at the Rovers game on, on Saturday and I think everyone wanted him gone anyway by the sounds of his performance against Doncaster. I don't think he was that bad. But we got a fee for him. He played 15 games. Decent business, really, if you think about it. Not we've, too signed, shabby. we've signed 10 wingers, so. <laughs> Not too shabby. Now, now Dave, uh, this, this, does, this does float a question, doesn't it, that, um, that we've got around Dre Green. Do you think that, and I know you know a lot about this topic, do you think he's got uh, stealth Twitter accounts, Darren Moore, just watching what people are saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? And well, he's just stealthed in and gone. I tell you what, I need to get rid of this kid if I want to win over the fans. Is it any more bonkers than your owner's 12-year-old son having um, transfer policy kind of dictated through them? So probably I. I would say that uh, Darren Moore is connecting with the fans in a way that previous managers never did. So, yeah, he's definitely just trolling Twitter. Um, put whatever signing you want in or out and more will be all over it within 24 hours. You heard it here first. Yeah, it's probably him voting for Dom and James on any poll that goes like, you know what I mean? It's, it's probably Darren Moore doing it. Uh, what about you, Stokey? Let's see the back of him. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I just, I don't think we ever saw the best out of him, really. I, I think he was playing with a bit of a lack of confidence. And it was yeah. like, I always felt there was more to come, but we just, well, we'll never get to see it now, will we? So, against Doncaster, 
he definitely saw that lack but, of confidence. He was like, he's almost like scared to beat a man. Yeah. But he could clearly and do that, it. That was literally like his game is taking defenders on. <laughs> he yeah. just weren't, he weren't doing it. Go on, Dave, you were going to add something. No, no I was going to disagree with Stoke today saying that it's, there was clearly talent there. And at the time we signed him, that's what we hopefully needed. Just something a little bit more dynamic because we were so dirge at the time. Um, we have signed a lot of, Similar types of players, so I think probably all of us aren't going to lose a minute of sleep worrying about what might have been. I'm pretty sure, right? Was he, you know, like, do you, do you remember when LeBron James was going really bald and all of a sudden he had, his hairline had the comeback of the season? Did, did I, and same with Andros Townsend. Am I, you know, I, I, I might be mixing the two up, but he was a lot bolder when he signed for us, weren't he? Did, or am I being overly harsh? I can't remember last January. Yeah, to be fair, I was, uh, yeah, I was, we were in lockdown. I was pissed from January. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> it, it's one of the things that we, we used to give out, you know, boxes to players, and now we just give hair transplants. Um, you know, I think Izzy Brown obviously must have been off the day that they were getting issued out, but yeah. Baz and yeah. Stevie Fletcher took advantage, didn't they? Yeah, Izzy Brown, they've got, listen, you've missed transplant day. Here's something from the club shop. I think they just, I think they just harvest, harvest him and put it on other players. <laughs> 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 right, That's listen. England captain Izzy Brown for you. They are. Yeah, don't, don't worry about that. <laughs> right then, lads. Now, because you're new and because of the time of year it is, um, we're going to go with another classic Dan Fudge quiz that I say that I'm going to start and do at the end of uh, at the ever. You know, I'm going to start a new feature that's going to last about two episodes. And then I'm going to bin it off. Uh, you know, once from the early days of the podcast, we used to have Judge Fudge pull down your chance. I used to put the commentary at the beginning of the, of the episodes, all gone. You know what I mean? I used to do uh, really interesting uh, intros. Not there anymore. You know, because it's a lot of work and I can't be asked. You know what I mean? However, I've done the work today. So what now? Would it be in um, sale time in the uh, in the house club <laughs> shop? We're going to harp back. I'm going to ask you the prices of something. Yeah. So I'll go, I'll go around the room and who goes first. And then uh, the closest to it wins a point. Yeah. Simple as that. Now, don't forget, it's sale time. And these are sale <laughs> items. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to start with 1920 long sleeve home shirt, the 1920 season. Yeah. Dave, you go first. As in 1920. Yeah. 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 It's a retro one. So, yeah. yeah, The 2019 2020 Elevate long sleeve shirt. Um, Which one was that one? Adult sizes? Because obviously it's important. These are adult sizes, correct? These are adult sizes. Right. Okay. 1920 long sleeve adult shirt. I will say. 1999. 1999. Okay. Yes. Blair. Well, 90, 90, wait, 100 years ago? No, no, no. <laughs> Three. <laughs> I'm confusing. That's, that's on me. I'm sorry. It's the, it's the one with the Tetris pattern in it. The, what you say, the Connor Wickham one. The second time. Oh, all right. You know what um, I mean? Yep. 35 quid. 35 quid. Elevate long sleeve home shirt. 35 quid. Right then, Stokes. We've got 1999. We've got 35 quid. What are you saying, Stokes? I'll go somewhere in the middle then, about 23. 23 pounds. Now, listen to me. The clue. It's the 1920. It's 19 pounds 20. Yes, it is. That's the point to Dave. So, Dave, don't. You are leading us. You're welcome to some. If you've just joined us, welcome to Shite Radio. Uh, (laughs) This is what's dropping us down the virtual Wednesday uh, charts. This. Right, Blair. The 1920 Elevate short sleeve home shirt. (laughs) It's not 1920, though, is it? 19 slash 20, elevate <laughs> short sleeve, pro fit. Oh, the, I mean, that's the one that plays war. Yeah, yeah, pro fit. 
but not, not very good. Not very good players, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> There's a what... bit of background on me and Stokey. We're the ones that have to text each other because we have to buy our shirts from the club shop uh, via online, and uh, we have to text each other about how they come up. You know what I mean? Like, and and I, th- I think this year, Stokey, we are three XL uh, with Macron. So, uh... <laughs> oh, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah. Bear, bear that in mind. Right then, Blair. Short sleeve, well, home shirt, profit. Thirty quid. Thirty pounds. We've got thirty pounds from Blair Stokes. I reckon it's still going to be well up there. About 50. 50 quid Ooh. profit. Dave, there's a, there's a lot to unpick there, mate. There's a lot to there unpick. Is, I think we'll keep turning. Right, I'm going to go with, since we've, we've changed times and Mr. Chancery listens to the fans, <laughs> I'm going to say £27. £27. So, 27 Blair, were you 30 quid? £30, mate. And Stokes, you were 50. Stokes, you were miles off there, pal. It was. So, the last one was 1920. Profit, 29.20. So uh, I can't work out the maths on who was close there. Was it you again, Dave? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't do the maths, but yes, I was. All right. (laughs) All right, so we're playing for for pride here, lads. Last two questions. We'll just make it quick. Um, Weren't them shirts like over over 100 when they were new? I think they might have been the Profit ones. I don't think anyone brought any. Not silly anyone brought one. Yeah, nobody wanted one, Stokes. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's Chan Siri going, hey, I tell you what, there's loads of fit lads <laughs> what don't drink beer all around Sheffield. They're all in pro-fit. They're all going gym nowadays. Let's get them in a pro-fit shirt. And uh, guess what? <laughs> We're all fat beer swillers. So, uh, so <laughs> sorry, Dave, Pond didn't happen. Uh, 1920, now I've had my eye on this for a couple of years and now it just looks really old and tacky. Uh, 1920 Blue Elevate Gilet, or as we used to call it in old money, body warmer. Stoke, you get to go first. Oh, I remember this because you wanted to look like a right Tim Sherwood. Correct. Um, <laughs> 1799. 17.99. It's a solid guess, Stokes. Dave? 15.99. 15.99. Right. Blair, you can go lower, you can go higher, or you can bash right in the middle. What are you saying? £25. £25. Blair, you're the winner on that one. £27.50. They've just halved it. It used to be 55 quid. Now it's still best part of 30 quid to have our old kit makers. I looked uh, at it on Saturday. Orange and blue <laughs> jeans. I, I can't work out if it's something I want or something I don't want. It'd have been nice, nice to be walking in lockdown. It's a nice you know colour. I, mean? I think uh, you'd buy it and feel very, very sad at what you'd bought. <laughs> I do. I do. like some of the signers that we've made. You go, yeah, oh, yeah. Somebody. oh it's yeah. It's it's like the Andre Green of G Lays. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, right, the last one, then lads, because then we'll crack on with some football chat because we're probably there's people screaming at the radio right now. So, 2021 home shirt. So, last season's shirt, which was essentially a copy of one two years prior, uh, still elevate last season's shirt. Back to you, Dave. Uh, Home 30 away. Quid. 30 quid. 30 quid. Blair. Home or away? Uh, home shirt, this one. Short sleep. <laughs> yeah. £31. He's gone higher. He's gone higher. <laughs> Stalky. Stalky, come on. I reckon this is about 15. It's a nice shirt. I it's like like, it. Right. It's cheaper than the 1921 because we got relegated. It's £2 cheaper at £17.70. So that's a sneaky little point there. So it's uh, two, one and one. A big round of applause for the... Uh, I'll, put a, I'll put a theme tune in there, but Dave, you won that one. You know Dave Ponchan series sale policy early doors. Now, welcome to the show. We've got plenty to unpick. Andre Green has gone to uh, the Eastern Block. Go and see Jenny from the Eastern Block. Uh, and we've got... Uh, and we've got... We've conceded no goals. We've... Uh, 
you know, we're, we're something like on seven points, uh, you know, n- not conceded a goal. We've made loads of signings that's getting everybody excited. We've still not seen the lad who played for Wolves, who's like 19, that everybody's excited about. We've still not seen him. Yeah. Lee Gregory's got off the score sheet. You know what I mean? Now, as I kept saying last week, Blackburn Rovers, I'll tell you what, Blair, let's talk about Doncaster Rovers. Now, let's unpick it. Uh, there was a few comments on Twitter that it wasn't pretty. Uh, what was your take? I mean, firstly, for, it was the first time I've been in Hillsborough for three years. So it was just like, it was it was amazing. I loved it. it you got that little, like, you, that, that buzz in your feeling. You're like, fucking hell, I'm in Hillsborough again. I can't wait for this. The big crowd. And I was well, I was well up for it. Um, the pitch looks amazing. You know, classic, last classic early part of the season phrase there, Blair. Well done. Yeah, yeah. In a cliche. Get off the bingo card. Yeah. But it's... Um, but, but, you know, last season you had all them stupid people on Twitter that you're just making any shit up when it was like, oh, you can't even afford to do the pitch anymore. And it's like, well, the pitch is perfect now. So <laughs> Take, take I mean? that, chunter man. Yeah, your mate Paul down the pub, mate, knows not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and um, but, but, uh, before the game, um, the, the music seems to be on, like, it was like a minute burst of every song we sing. Oh, really? So it sort of like got the bit of the atmosphere going. And I, and I said to my mate who I went with, like, oh, that's a pretty smart move, that getting everyone, might get a few songs around it, people pumped up before the game. And I thought it was a really smart move, that. Um, Jai game... Bunny. You what, mate? Sorry. A, bit, a little bit of Jai Bunny, and I just realised you've got no idea who Jai Bunny is. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a hell of a reference that day. Yeah. <laughs> So listen, actually, I've just thought if you try and explain Jive Bunny to somebody who's uh, who's a lot younger. Now, uh, there was a lot of songs in the 60s, you know, like Jive songs like Rock Around the Clock by Bill Haley and the Comets being one that sticks out. Now, a DJ from Sheffield decided he was going to remix all these 60s tracks and it became massive and everybody went out and bought these LPs and it just sounds nuts. Just saying that, just like saying to somebody that we uh, that we, we didn't used to have remote controls for telly. <laughs> You're not that old, are you, Fudge? Yeah. yeah, I was the remote control. <laughs> yeah. That's why you had kids to go and change the channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, the game itself, I didn't, I mean, God, I mean, the moaning behind me was next level. Like, I mean, I mean, next level. I felt, I felt like turning around going, you've not been for a year and a half through lockdown. We were 15 minutes in, mate, and they were going, Fucking hell, this is crap. Come on, Renzi. Our reserves should be beating these. They're crap. These Renzi are crap. Absolute crap. <laughs> Honestly, he was out for, I mean, what, 45 minutes till I moved, till I sat in somewhere in another seat. <laughs> well, you actually just bugged off and sat somewhere I, I else. Thought, I'm, not, I'm not sitting in front of him again. <laughs> I just found another seat and everyone sat there. It was like, it was horrendous. I mean, I heard someone come say it was awful. I mean, it wasn't awful. I mean, awful was like how the Taliban treat women. I mean that's awful. I mean losing losing possession in Doncaster's half isn't awful football. It was it was how you expected. You know, I mean it's a brand new team. They lost the ball. They tried things. They won it back. You know, I mean they battled. They really battled to win the ball back and regain possession. All right. And at the end of the day, we won two 0 So fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Now, all right, so we'll, I'll get to some of the players in just a second with Dave. Now, Stokes, I, I know you've got quite an issue with the. Uh, with the whinging online and the whinging at the games and the, and the way, you know what I mean? What is it What is it that pisses you off the most? Go on. You've got, I've, I'm giving you a platform here, Storts, because it stops you texting it. <laughs> um, my, well, my big problem is uh, just we always seem to like, pick someone out 
as a scapegoat and just go at them. And like, there's a difference between criticizing a player who's not playing well and then just having a go because he is that player. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, there's been so many over the years. I mean, the last one was obviously Pelopesi. Now, I'm not for, for one saying he's a brilliant footballer because he's That's not. That's going to be the name of the show. That Stoke, Stokey says <laughs> Joey Pelopesi was world class. Leave him alone. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying that at all, but what I am. The thing is, he always tried his hardest when he played for us and put the shirt on. So he deserves our support and not to get uh, the childish abuse he used to get on Twitter with people changing his name. You Marvin know, like, Johnson will be the the boo boy this season. You reckon? Yeah, I think he's really good. I think he's like one of the really hard workers. He'll graft up and down the ring. and probably won't score or assist many goals, which you expect from a ringer, but I think he'll be really hard working. We've already seen people on Twitter saying, oh, he's rubbish. See, we, we discussed that, it last Johnson. week, though. Is that Johnson? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've already, I've already seen that with him. And like, obviously, before he left for Slovakia, Andre Green was getting it as well. But they, they, there always has to be someone. I'm just, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Yeah, there was a, there was a period before he came our best player and then one of our worst where Adam Reach was getting absolute pelters, if I remember. I don't want to talk about him. <laughs> I tell you what, he's just beat Sheffield United four 0 He's buzzing now. We discussed this last week, Stokes. Um, we we're talking about uh, we we're talking about this type of thing, and um, and we still believe that Liam Palmer, you know, yeah. ten years ago was wasn't the most accomplished of footballers. Now he's in the Scotland squad. He's you know he's he's doing you know he's doing his job. He's not directly at fault for goals anymore like he used to be and all the rest of it. Do you not feel like he still gets all that grief uh, because it's Liam Palmer? I do, yeah. I, 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 get, I don't understand that at all. I mean, he's over 10 years now. He's been a great servant for the club. He, like, Wednesday night from a lad, wasn't he? And it's like, I just don't know what certain people want, <laughs> you know, when they're supporting a football team. Beckenbauer. Like want... <laughs> Yeah, they want Beckenbauer. They want Beckenbauer <laughs> playing right back for Sheffield Wednesday, or left back for Sheffield Wednesday. That's I, just, what they want. I think that's the thing. I think Liam Palmer's problem is he's not Roland Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got we've got fans with short memories. Now, in terms of the performance, just on last thing on Doncaster Blair, mm. in terms of the performance, a lot of people were talking that it went a bit stale, it went a bit sour. Uh, you know, did we, did we look a bit sketchy at some point? I mean, Doncaster had a couple of chances. You know what I mean? In the first half. But we didn't play this champagne, you know I mean, champagne, Pep Guardiola football. But I was saying to people around me, saying like, look, Barcelona under Pep that either batter teams from minute one to minute 90. There's periods in games where it goes a bit, it goes a bit stale, goes a bit scrappy. And you sort of think, well, like, get into half time. And, well, you know what I mean? Darren Moore gets into the lads and we came out a different team second half. And then I heard people saying, yeah, but if you didn't make the changes... We wouldn't have won that game. But that's the whole point of having a bench, isn't it? <laughs> like, how many football matches have you seen where a substitution has made a difference? I mean, it's the whole point of them. <laughs> if you didn't make the changes, nothing would have changed. Yeah. Well, fuck me. I mean, that was the sort of moaning they heard. It's yeah. just like, why do you come? Why, why do you... Why, I mean, I don't get it. I mean, Get me Dom Housen on the phone now. I think we've just cracked <laughs> football punditry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just absolute <laughs> carnage. But they played well. George Bowes... He's a, he's a top player. Yeah. When he when he came on, I had a lot of people going. He changed the game, and I thought did it. Then when I thought back to it, I thought because you, you know because 
you get used to what people look like, don't they? Body language and stuff, and like their how they run and stuff. That's how you identify players when you go there to, when you go watch mm-hmm. it live. And I thought Byers was Bannon passing the ball, but obviously he passed the ball to Bannon for the goal. So I was like, Christ, he must be decent then. If I thought that was Bannon, I just saw his little blonde lad in the middle yeah, of the yeah. park. So yeah, yeah. What prescription are them glasses, Blair? Yeah, yeah. Fire, <laughs> I think I need a better one. But <laughs> now, Dave, have you got anything to add? I mean, in terms of in terms of Doncaster, getting a bit of a nerve settler. You know what I mean? Yeah, it could have, could have I, been a potential I, banana skin. I, I think that given the way we started that game against Charlton. Um, and the, the amount of new players we were going to have coming in, more learning is uh, preferred lineup. It's sort of plan A, if you like. There was always going to be um, a game was going to be a bit disjointed. I think any win was going to be uh, hard fought. It was going to be um, something where they had to stay focused and hope to the individual talents of each player's were going to be enough to bring them to the fore as opposed to a flowing game because you can't expect that these people have only known each other a short period of time. So any win was going to be like the win that we got. So the fact we went about it in the way that we did is ideal. I think players right. You are going to play a game probably for the first hour, 70 minutes, and it is going to be about matching them up. You are going to want to, in this league, be dictating the play, you know, leading the games and having teams having to change their style to suit us because we're Sheffield Wednesday and we think we've got, you know, we are should be up there or thereabouts. Mm-hmm. But um, no matter how much you want to kind of lead the narrative in a game, there's going to be some times where you just can't, you're going to have to react to what you're up against. And when that happens, that's when you need to be disciplined. Don't give away stupid goals. And as we've just discovered, the shot core gasp, if you bring on substitutes, change formation, change players about, you can change games. And that's exactly what happened. Um, Blair might be able to tell us better um, I've read a bit that said that when Byers came on it changed where Bannon was playing on the park so that kind of freed him up a yeah, bit yeah yeah he sat in uh, Bannon's position hence right so that's so that's ideal <laughs> if, if your job's to, to sit on Bannon for the entire game and then all of a sudden he's now playing 30 yards further up the park yeah. that knack is your opposition when you've already had 70 minutes running in your legs so I think there's going to be games where we aren't going to be taking a lead 10 minutes in uh, and it might be the 60th or 70th the 80th minute but ultimately does it matter as long as we're winning the matches? Yeah. We're looking for ways it to doesn't. beat teams. And that and that's what works. You know, give it to more. If more sees that and that's his game plan, great if we take a lead as we'll come on to against uh, Fleetwood in the first 15 minutes. But that's not always going to be the case. Wins, wins is what's going to matter. Uh, and so far, so good. Well, I'll tell you what then, before we before we go on to Fleetwood, uh, you know, welcome, join us to, uh, welcome to the Wednesday week. Just just joined us. I've got Dave and I've got the, like I said before, the League Cup squad in uh, Blair and the guy at the bottom there with the booze and the fags. Uh, kids, if you don't listen in school. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. Remember the sponsor this week, so I did, did really well. Now, Stokes, they were talking about, uh, about Barry Bannon and I, I've been wanting to get you on this show to, to do your Barry Bannon eight oh, paragraph, God. 16 text messages rant that I get every week on a Saturday. Like, I, honestly, I work nights, you know what I mean? So I get a text message, I'll, I'll fall asleep at half time and I'll wake up and go, Jesus, don't you have a beer or what? <laughs> and, and, and a lot of it is usually about Barry Bannon. Now, a, a lot of us discussed that uh, I personally believe he should play further up the field. And then when he dropped back in the championship last season, it created an issue for our own defence and we lost a man in midfield. Do you know what, Stokey? Just pick it up from there, pal. Go on. Um, you, you've, got, you've got a platform here now, pal, to, to, you know, to, to give your opinion on Bannon and your old man's opinion to t- literally tens of people. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, my dad's opinion on Bannon is a lot more hostile than mine. But what I will say is some there are some sometimes in games where he causes us more problems than he solves. Expand that point. Oh, just just scroll back. Just scroll back to about two months ago. Well, I mean, it's it's all been covered before. Like you know, dropping too deep, he, he slows the play down in the middle when we're trying to make quick transitions. He takes like extra touches rather than get the ball out wide quick. And um, do you know, I, I'm not even. This is the wrong time for this because he's actually had a good start to the season. So I've but, actually got no complaints about it. This is it. The, the thread I wanted to pull out with you, Stoke, is that the people that we've signed and put around him, like uh, Adoniran, and I hope I get that right. Yeah. Um, do you feel that what we've got is the player that we thought we'd got when we first signed Barry Band and when we had Kieran Lee next to him? Do you feel that having that holding midfielder next to him is now giving him the opportunity to do what he's very good at? I'd, I'd say so, yeah. I think I think it is key who he's got around him. Like obviously in the first season, it it wasn't just Kieran Lee. Kieran Lee, like doing the running of about four different men, <laughs> like you know dragging players all over the place. But he had um, Hooper dropping deep to do nice little one twos with Forrest the Airy buzzing about Ross Wallace cutting in, you know. It, and these were all like really good footballers that you could play those nice little triangles with. And it's like crying again, now, mate. Yeah, let's get the we'll get the violin. <laughs> you know, we'll get the violin I, I think I think even further to what Stokes is saying there is right at the beginning when you had Leuven's helping out Tom Lee Leuven, and the defense what, yeah. looked, looked that much stronger. Then I think Bannon felt. I think a lot with Bannon comes down to whether he trusts the players around him. And we've said before on here about we, he didn't seem to trust Pelopesi, so he wouldn't leave him to do his job. Whereas when he when Bannon trusts the players around him to do their own jobs, he can concentrate on his own rather than worrying about other people's jobs. And that's where he seems to be right now, I think. Yeah, there's reports, but Bannon's got a say on the players coming in as well, isn't there? Like, I think him and... I've, I've heard that. I don't know if it's true or nothing. But Is I'm that sure not more... exclusive on two, on yeah, two I'm sure, on I'm one sure episode? Yeah, I'm sure Darren Moore even mentioned it. I mean, Bazza might have mentioned it on an interview, but he's, he's been got speaking to the players coming in, like, sort of like, I mean, speaking about it and stuff. So there but, you are, Stokes. Give that your old man. Give that your dad. Is I mean, he having me, it yet? I mean, <laughs> the oh, biggest sorry, criticism... Sorry. <laughs> biggest criticism Baron used to get was saying, "Oh, he's he's, he's trying so many Hollywood balls, and he's got he's, but he's passing the ball forward. He's trying something. I mean, I'll tell you something. If he started passing that ball five yards to the side of him or behind him, proper morning will start then. At least he was trying something. You know, he might have crap Jordan Rhodes at Jordan Rhodes. <laughs> Funny that. Actually, one thing I will say about those forward balls is his long passing is not as good. As well, I mean, I mean, it's good, but it's not as he's a bit overrated in that sense. Yeah, but he tries, like, he tries it. A lot of players don't do that. He, bottle it. How many times does he do those long balls like out to out wide, especially? And he puts no pace on it, so it takes about seven years to get there. And by the time it reaches its destination, it's just the player who was hey, looks good, unmarked out there. <laughs> he's, he's just lost. He's either challenging for it or it's not even got there. But you've got to see playing devil's advocate with that. See the lack of pace we had out wide before. Did he need the ball to hold up when you've got Adam reaching his deceptive slow, <laughs> you know, like lightning slow pace? Or, uh, do you know what I mean? If you've got p- genuine pace, you can play a ball into a, into a space and let your wide players run into it because you know they'll get there. If you haven't Adam got reach that, is then physical. You... Nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ollie, Ollie. So let, let, let's move actually, on. Actually, my brother. last point. My last point on, on that. Here is we are. You see, be, this is what the third hour is coming. <laughs> this is what no, I was my last after. point on that is actually going to be someone who's very, I almost swore then, underrated is uh, for his passing is Sam Hutchinson. I don't know if anyone's been watching his long passing this season, but he, it's. Excellent. What I want Bannon it's what I want Bannon to do when he has that when he instead of floating those balls across, Sam Hutchinson drives it with pace so it gets there and then we're on the move quickly. And that's one thing I've noticed about Darren Moore this season. We're firing passes into um, each other. We're moving the ball very quickly. And I think that is part of why we're well, as as soon as the team sort of gels together, we're just gonna be a force, I think, if we keep doing that. Because yeah, we're absolutely. moving the ball quickly, we're a lot more physical than we used to be, and it's just—it's not night and day from last season. Yeah, the the squad is unbelievable, really. When you when you think, but even under Carlos, the squad was so one-sided, wasn't it? Yeah, like we had, yeah, yeah. We had, we had, we had too had many decent... players in the same position and stuff. Exactly right, exactly right. But I will tell you what, then let's let's move on to let's move on to Fleetwood Blair. So Hutchinson's yeah. uh, injured. Uh, Dominic Iorfa, who has been an absolute. World class yeah, signing. I'm miss at our him level. At yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think you know uh, Jack Hunt really came into his own this game. You know, a lot of reports were saying that it was a game of two halves, but it sounds like the other way around to what it was the uh, the Doncaster game. Um, and then I'll come to you, Stokes, afterwards, and we'll talk about how much we're going to miss Sam Hutchinson. But Blair, tell us about uh, tell us about Fleetwood. Yeah, the Fleetwood game was what you expect a Tuesday night game to be, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's never pretty, a Tuesday night game. It's very rare you watch a Tuesday night game. It's unbelievable. The last one I can remember being fantastic was that Bristol City one when we came back from 2-0 down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Arsenal uh, one where we won 3-0, to be fair. That oh, one, yeah, that was... That, that yeah. one weren't too shabby. <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> that was after, that was before the um, Bristol one, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I will say, Jack Hunt was fizzing that ball into... Um, Gregory and Canberra and Canberra is on and it was exactly what he used to do to Hooper I mean Hooper used to drop deep and he used to call, and he'd probably like maybe have flashbacks to that unbelievable player we had mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah the Fleetwood game was what you expect I mean we, we absolutely slaughtered them for 20 minutes got the goal and as soon as he got the goal I think it must have been come from the bench or something you got a big game on Saturday it's almost like arrogance in a way, but you knew they'd never break you down. You knew they'd never get one-on-one with the keeper and stuff. And it, we, we, we just starved them to long shots, really. I mean, I think I, I made the point to one of my mates in the group chat, but we were Fleetwood so many times in the past couple of years where we'd go a goal down and then suddenly we'd look okay in the second half. I mean, oh God, one day, when's he going to? turn it around and stuff and, but, you, but you're still playing crap but you just look like you're playing well because the other team's just keeping its shape just yeah, keeping they, you at yeah. bay so you're do you feel like shots. we were like the big brother holding the little brother by the yeah, forehead while they're it was, of... yeah it was literally like we've scored what are you going to do it's, it's like when you, you see like the athletics like the, the Olympics have just been on you see like the 100 metres quarterfinals and semi-finals where they just don't try. The, the good the good runners are racing against, you know, folk that work in bakeries and stuff around about. They're going, I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you. Yeah, they yeah. run the first 60 metres and they're like 40 metres ahead and then they just stop trying. And but because they've won. Yeah, that's when uh, Usain Bolt's just pulled half of his yeah. off his outfit down and just strolls over the line. Yeah, he's <laughs> kind of <laughs> own it in. You know what I mean? Now, um, just, just one last point about about Fleetwood Blair. The you know we saw George Byers in the middle of the park with with Bannon and Wing. Um, you know, did you did, 
What did you? Yeah, say? Did you I think he'll start every game now. Yeah, and what about Gregory? Yeah, he's as well? a very he's a very composed footballer, isn't he? Mm-hmm. How he passes that ball. I think wing under when he was at Rotherham last season. Because my neighbour behind me, he was a big Rotherham fan. He said, "Oh, put wing attacking midfielder, and he's unbelievable." But wing for for us, he's just sort of just playing like a. He's just all over, isn't he? Wing. It's just, hard a, it's just a centre midfielder. Yeah, just centre <laughs> midfielder. Just win the ball. He's he, he's unsung hero. He's going to score some a few goals this season. And yeah, I don't think he's going to get the plaudits, unfortunately, because Bannon, Byers, and Deniran. I mean, like Stokey said at the start of this podcast, unbelievable, isn't he? Just hmm. oh, never stops running. Uh, the uh, the Adeniran fan club is headed up by uh, by Stokey. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's called Stokey's Adeniran fan club. That, and that, he that... made the goal, didn't he? <laughs> and Gregory. Yeah, God, he's everything. Goal, goal, I thought he's everything mm-hmm. what Jordan Rhodes to be, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. You know, lively and lithe and, and quick. Cost and nothing. Alert. Jordan Rhodes bankrupt us, ruined us. Yeah, <laughs> like... Absolutely did. Um, listen, Stokes. So Hutchison unfortunately went down injured for the umpteenth time in his Sheffield Wednesday uh, career. Uh, we appreciate he's made of Lego. However, we've been punching above our weight having a player of his quality. I believe. Uh, would you? Would you agree? I think if he never got them injuries, well, because you know when he was at Chelsea, he was hand-picked as their re- replacement for John Terry. Yep. So yep. if he never had them injury problems, we'd have never seen him in a hundred years. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It, I, I just, I, Sam Hutchinson just does my head in. <laughs> Is it because he's so beautiful? Even with a crap well, haircut. <laughs> yeah, the, the haircut at the moment is just doing my nothing. But <laughs> I just, I think he's too brave for his own good. What, like, because he's made a Lego and he goes diving in and you think it's Sam, he, come he on, puts every, I mean, it's, hard, it's part of why everyone loves him so much, is he puts every single part of himself into yeah. everything. A perfect but example of why, this. That is why he always ends up getting hurt. Yeah, perfect <laughs> that, example. Was well, he went down, didn't he, against Fleetwood injured? We won a corner. He was first in the box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like... yeah. He, he has never stayed on the ground any longer than he has. It's like the knight from Monty Python with those. It's a flesh wound. Got no legs <laughs> yeah. Just come on. We're taking your torso off. No, no, it's fine. Just put me in the box. On. I'll edit it from, <laughs> from on the backside. But, but how great is it to have a player like that? It's like, it's like the antithesis of the, most of the footballers you see nowadays where... You know, minimal contact, staying down, and then you score. Was I think it was Italy in the World Cup where somebody was looking for a penalty and then magically got up. Complete opposite. Yeah, exactly. Insigne was. Um, But what a great player to have in the team. And and Stokes is right. To if it's been bad fortune um, in terms of his injuries early in his career, that's meant he's been a Wednesday player. Then that's our good luck. And the yeah. that that's happened. So, so it's just great that we've had someone like that. We're lucky, but it, we're lucky that we've got such a good squad, though. So I don't think he, I mean, Dunkley, all right, he's not had the greatest Wednesday career yet, but he's won a League One medal, hasn't he? I think Wigan won the league when he was at Wigan. So I definitely I think definitely promotion in there. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you, you replace him with another exper- very experienced leader at the back. So it's, we're, we're very, very, very lucky at the moment with the squad. Oh, we've got get, for or even Gibson, even if Gibson comes in yeah. from Everton. Plenty of options. Yeah, where the bloody hell is Gibson? But this is what I was going to speak about. So, Stokes, Hutchinson's out. Who's your choice for replacement, mate? Your your talismanic beauty that's all over your bedroom wall. <laughs> well, I don't know too much about Gibson, so I can't, 
I don't really. I'd, I'd have to say Dunkley probably. Yeah, I, I, and I think I think you might be right. I mean, Gibson, those who play football manager, if you've managed a League One, League Two team, uh, Gibson's the one to get hold of. You know what I mean? You need <laughs> yeah. you need to get in because you've got to, you've got to fight off a couple of championship teams. But yeah. I tell you what, Gibson on footy managers, old, but according to old football managers, Robbie Blake is the best footballer in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and let's not forget Tom Tonzola Makoko as well. Like you know what I mean? We can't... And Jason Kumas as well. Right, listen. <laughs> Put respect on Jason Kumas, isn't he? <laughs> but yeah, he disappeared, so, didn't he? He did. But listen, so <laughs> you know, there's there, there's going to be now, uh, I believe, a bit of a hole alongside Dominic Iorfa, and our defence has been absolutely outstanding. You, you know, you can't you can't take away from the fact that we are three games deep into a season, and um, and we haven't conceded a goal. I mean, no. Christ, like, come on, man, that's I'm that's not, not so, too shabby, right? I'm not so worried defensively. Because I think anyone who comes in will be able to slot in easily with that. I think what we lose with Hutchinson being out is, like I said, his range of passing is just unreal. Yeah, it's, it is. He's very underrated as an actual footballer. Like he's just seen as this like almost Bruiser. like shit man, but he's yeah. he's actually very good with the ball at his feet. And I think we're going to miss that. Sorry, I had a bit of windy pop. So you finished your sentence a lot earlier than what I thought you were going to do. So there's just there's me burping down the microphone, kids. So uh, you're welcome. <laughs> now, coming up. Now, I I alluded to this uh, this before, and uh, you know, Dave, I was I was saying the other week that um, the first few games we've got Fleetwood was the only proper game. It didn't have any local rivalry around it. It didn't have any first game jitters or anything like that. And and Fleetwood was the first proper win. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Did you feel like it mm-hmm. was it was a case of just getting the job done? I think as we've kind of we've kind of covered the fact that the, the Doncaster game, you're spot on for it. It had that. It was going to be extra to it, dimension to it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we, we, we're more being uh, their former manager, and they always the, the local rivalry, derbies, whatever you want to call it, South Yorkshire derbies, was going to be there, which is going to be there um, on Saturday as well. So, I think we we approached it differently. Um, I think we had having that win in the bank uh, against Doncaster allowed us to approach it differently. Uh, and there's going to be games um, where you know where we, you're going to have to set up for like you know. So I think we'll set up differently. It's an away game anyway against Rotherham. We'll set up differently than we did against Fleetwood. So um, that is uh, the sort of sort of game we're going to get, and we got the result that we were looking for. But I think more teams are going to be more difficult to break down. Um, for, for more of the game than what Fleetwood were. We got the goal early on. Uh, I don't think we'll always be afforded that opportunity. Um, so it was a good it was good that we got that sort of game, but I would say that more, more teams are going to be harder to break down for longer, and then it's going to be a matter of whether or not our players can maintain uh, discipline or for our fans not to get on the back of our players and just trust that we will be able to get the result. So, yes, it is a, a sort of game that we're going to see, but I think we got the goal early on, which um, we won't see an awful lot of the season. Absolutely, absolutely. I I, I, th- I think you're right, and I'm I'm looking at the fixtures just coming up. So we've got, you know, the Rotherham Rotherham this week. Uh, we've got Morecambe the week after away at Morecambe, and then, you know what I mean. The, these are the sort of things we're going to be doing, and then it's the under twenty one thing with the EFL trophy. You've got all that nonsense in in t- Papa John's, but then September <laughs> September starts interesting, and I, and I think that if we get a result in this first game against Sunderland, the first game in September, I think this is going to be an absolute statement of intent into our league chances. Now, lads, obviously, because you're fresh-faced to, to, to the show, 
uh, especially this season. Um, I, I want to talk to you about our league chances. Do you know what I mean? So in there, you've got your Morecambe's, you've got your Fleetwoods, but also in there, Sunderland, Ipswich, Wigan, which we're all playing in September. Now, Blair, come on, man. You know We're going to win it. 15 points there, isn't there? Yeah, fucking easy. Why not? <laughs> but, but, oh, joking aside, but why not? Like, no one's got a better back four than us. We've got arguably the best keeper in the league. Another one at Leeds said he was rubbish, by the way. Like they said, Tom Leeds was rubbish, but you know what? He, he seems all right, doesn't he, old Peacock foul? Yeah, not too sharp. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, what I like about him is that he holds onto the ball. Do you know what I mean? Dawson. Here, have another chance. Just palm it out. <laughs> what about you, Stokes? What about you? What about you in terms of league chances? What's a disaster? What's what's acceptable? What's what's going to happen? Heart ruling head and all the rest of it. Well, at the start of the season, I was very, very negative in the summer. Oh, this, I was is thinking... this is shocking. This is shocking. You thought Barry Bannon's bad, so fair play. <laughs> the, state of, the state of the club before let's say in about June, I was thinking, oh, we'd be lucky to survive getting relegated. But everything that's happened since then, and then you just hear like the in- the post-game interviews with Adeniran and then Lee Gregory, and, and then oh, I'm fired up now. We're going all the way. We're going to win. We're going to yeah, win the league. Plays we're going say... up as champions. We're not going to concede a goal. We're going to win every single fucking game. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, I what we'll about you, Sadie, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to concede the goal, but I'm going to win every game, but I think we'll draw Saturday. Um, I tell you what, let's let's come up to Rotherham. So, I mean, you know, Dave, Rotherham, they ate us like every other team in Yorkshire. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously, because it, it, when people who don't like you and that you don't know who they are or even give a shit about it, it means you're successful, right? You know what I mean? It's got to answer. You've got this when you've got people that have, have prejudged you, have based absolutely nothing. It, you know, it's got to be because of some sort of fear. And if you can get that into the, into the heads of your opposition, then that's a good. That's, a, that's got to be a good thing. But you need to then take advantage of it. Um, looking at Rotherham, I presume that their team's not wholly dissimilar to the one that beat us embarrassingly at Hillsborough last season. But thankfully, mm-hmm. we are massively different in terms of personnel, in terms of positivity around the club, um, staffing. We just feel like a completely different out- outfit from, from our perspective, from a Wednesday fan's perspective. So we need to make sure that we're taking that forward so that any of the sort of remaining players that were there on that embarrassing night where the infamous corner took place that ended up just being a short pass to somebody oh. to score a goal. Um, if, if we can, if you can get someone like Barry Bannon, which is this is when it's probably useful as a captain to carry over that. I've seen the best and I've seen the worst. You know, he's been there at Wembley and he's also been there when we've been rolled over by absolute dross. And he needs to say, well, look, they're going to come here. They're going to think that you know they're going to think they can beat us. We're going to their patch. Um, they've you know they've got this chip on the shoulder about us, and we've got to go about professionally and do his job. And I've got the same positive positivity as the boys. Maybe not quite as much as the boys, but the same sort of, <laughs> <laughs> the same sort of idea. But six weeks oh, ago, eight, week, eight weeks ago, we were not anywhere near contention or uh, any sort of possibility. And what a difference this last eight, eight weeks have made. And it's not just the signings, it's everything that's coming out of the club at the moment just seems totally on point and it's great. And I think we will get a result on Saturday. Hey, I'm saying it, Dave. Chance here. <laughs> 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 
I'll tell you what, Stokey. He's going to be there with the elephants protecting him. He's going, no, no. Get out of the way from the elephants here, man. I'm telling you to stay in here. Hey, hey. Stokey, you were going to say something. I was just going to say, yeah, but that's, you know what Wednesday fans are like. Mm-hmm. like everything's all good now. One wit- one loss and then suddenly, uh, yeah, I'll be good. I'll be, uh... Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> um, just, I, move, I you... just move seats. Just move seats to a Blair. Yeah, just move seats. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, Blair, Armageddon is used differently at Hillsborough. Uh, they, you know, they, they, what you have to do is follow it up with the word like pasty or pie, and they're telling you their order at the counter. <laughs> yeah. Hey, up, John, what are you having? Armageddon pasty. <laughs> I'm here all week, kids. Thanks a lot. Do you remember jokes when they were funny? Now, in terms of <laughs> coming up, I was, uh, just on the back of Dave's point, I uh, I googled up their uh, their uh, their lineup against uh, against Morecambe that's uh, that's coming up, and um, and I thought, yeah, they've probably got a similar squad to last year. Dave's probably right. Well, they ain't got Lewis Wing, have they? La 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 la. And then I looked at it and went, I don't recognise one fucking name. Yeah. This. <laughs> I know, I know the boy Crook, the boy Crooks that used to play with him who was quite good's gone to Middlesbrough. Bro, bro, he? Uh, Michael and Smith's that's... there still. He yes. scored against us. Uh, who, was, who was the big lad that scored the 97th one? That that um, Lapidor? Yeah. yeah. He, he, he's, he's always on their bench. Up. He comes off about 60 minutes yeah. every year, every match. Yeah, but they've still got Joe Mattock, so that's nice, isn't it? Yeah. It's still <laughs> and Lewis, no, and Lewis no. Price somewhere. And Richard Wood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, that so... I uh, that name. <laughs> Why, has, your, has your dad got an issue with Richard Wood? <laughs> no, I've got an issue with Richard Wood. Tell us all about it, Stoke. Do you, do, get, your do you want to, uh, get your popcorn out, Fudge. Get nah, yeah. <laughs> Back when I was like 40, he was my favourite player in the world, and then he pulled what he pulled. I was just like, fuck's sake. <laughs> Where did he yeah. ape switch? Did he ape switch? Uh, Coventry. He Cove- got Coventry. Fucking hell, yeah. If he stayed, he would have been an absolute. Wednesday legend mm. and whoever his uh, agent is and his, the career advice he got was fucking terrible because he's just done <laughs> nothing since then no no you're right okay then uh, Stokes uh, score heartbroken prediction about it. I know I can hear it mate I'm, I'm going to try and move it on but <laughs> you know what I mean score prediction Rotherham United this Sunday uh, I'm going to go let's go 2-0 2-0 uh, Wendy what about you Blair Oh, I just hate this fixture. It's crap. Because unfortunately, I scored in Rotherham for, for no fault of my own. And um, I, it's just full of fans who... Did you go to old, old comprehensive? Yeah. No. Um, so it, with, with Rotherham, it's full of fans who support Man United or Liverpool. Yeah. But they used to go to... They went down to Millmore on the Saturday. Yep. Yep. So I used to get the shit all the time. Like, ah, oh, you're a Wednesday fan, you crap. Blah, 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 blah. But didn't you do the same? Because I did. And me and Ash used to go. Ash, who else on the show? We used to, you know, I'd have me season but you went Millmore? And, uh, yeah, we used to go Millmore every week if it oh, when they weren't playing. Yeah. yeah. What's all this about? There used, to be a, there used to be a fixture. There used to be a Sheffield Wednesday Brother United fixture every season uh, pre-game. And uh, obviously, we're sitting the Wendy end. But yeah, if... Uh, yeah, yeah I'm sitting the Wednesday fan... And yeah. that's fine. <laughs> when he had the season the ticket, because my dad's a Leeds fan, and, and obviously I was watching Wednesday, but um, I'd go, it was the only time I'd go with my dad to go and watch the, the Millers play. But that, that was all right then, because they were in like Division 4 in Old Money. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it was all slumming it, and it was like five well, quid to get in. Well, there was Division 1 when I was there in school, and then the, I used to be like, but then if Rotherham lost, it didn't matter, because they supported Liverpool and Man United, so we were like, mm. yeah, but yeah. I could still give you crap, because Wednesday crap. 
Yeah, it's yeah. all sort of feeling just like, oh, so I've always just hate this fixture. This is feeling and, like therapy now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. It's like going fucking hell. Um, I think it'd be 1 1, but I want Wednesday to smash them. But I think, I think it'd be 1 1. Smash them 1 1. <laughs> smash them 1 1. What about you, Dave? 1 0 win, provided we can do what we say we need to do, which is see games out for a start, make sure that we don't do anything daft, then we'll pick them off 1 0. Yeah, I think it's got the potential of an early goal from us and then them trying to pull away at a thread. But I, because of the nature of the fixture, I feel that that thread might find, find a goal at the end of it. They're so really gonna, good in League One, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And I'm going to go That's one good as us. They know how to play League One football. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, and, and I'm looking forward to doing these shows in September to talk about teams like Sunderland, teams like Wigan, teams like Ipswich, because there's a lot of shit around them. And, and we, as it sounds, I feel like we're off the radar a little bit, but not. I don't, I don't know you know I, yeah no I, pundit on like any any like no. talk sport or Guardian Football Weekly no 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 one's ever mentioned Wednesday no it's been and Wigan it's like, and Ipswich and Sunderland can they do it this time yeah because but no, nobody, nobody really cared less signings, about, no one cared less about Wednesday when Chuck Carvajal first came in and then it didn't take very long to then become mm. like oh yeah David the massive David Garrido David Garrido David Garrido yeah. remember David Garrido <laughs> yeah yeah all right. Well, I, I, listen, we've come to the end. Has anybody got any other business? Have we signed anybody in the last four hours? I know I know. I struggle keeping up. Stokey, is there anything you want to get off your chest? Do you want to lay down on the leather couch? Do you want me to make some notes? I, I want to know what's going on with Fiseo. With Fizzy? Actually, yes. Okay, so again, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you lead in. Give me a big, long intro question. Uh, a, a damn fudge big long intro to give me a time to think of an answer about <laughs> Fizeo Della Bashiru. I'm just, well, I'm looking forward to seeing him, what him and Dennis can do as a midfield pair. But I think we, we signed him last season. He's not gotten a single chance, really. He's had like 15 minutes here or there. But he should be at very least on the bench, I think. He was on the bench he, against Fleetwood. But he didn't did he, did he get on, did he? Nah. No, no. Fleetwood would have been a good fixture to put him in on, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, he's my, got my he's pick... got a, he's got a lot of tools, hasn't he? So give us a question, he, he, Stoke. He gives us, give us a question. He gives us he gives us something different going forward, though, doesn't he? He's just got that. Uh, he's dynamic. He just gets at teams. I don't think any of our other midfielders really offer us that. Yeah, I think I think if um, on, if 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 Bayers starts games. And then and Baez gets picked up an injury or he looks a bit tired or something. I think Bashiro will fit where, where Baez is. He's a definite light for light swap on that, is he? Yeah, well, he's a big, he's a big stag, isn't he? He's going to just shouse people well, in the middle well, of that park. Do you, not, do, you, do you not think, Fudge, that if he was, if there was going to be a place for him in this Wednesday lineup, given the fact that Moore's clearly had free reign to how he's going to design the formation and how he's going to fit people around about it, if he was going to be in place and in plans for Moore's Wednesday going forward, would he not have been, would, would we have bought as many midfield players as we did? And would he not be awesome in the team by now? Well, that, that was going to be my point. It seems like we seem to have signed a lot of people who play in his position. So it kind of suggests, given, like you said, Moore's input into the signings, that he do not really figure into Moore's plans. Uh, does that mean you're going to go around his house, Stokes? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more to do with the fact that he's so uh, he's so young, and everyone's. This it winds me up with young players nowadays, where they have to be protected and like just yeah. kept out of the spotlight all the time. He's got something, 
And I think we, I'm not saying start, start him every game. I'm just saying I want to see him more coming off the bench. There's a lot of, there's a lot of games in this season though. I yeah. think we'll, we'll definitely see him. We've got the squad to take up the injuries, the suspensions. When I think Wednesday, I think Wednesday in a really good place, mate. When it comes to midfielders, if the one I'd, I'd if I if I was him, I'd be worried about not getting my spot back as Luongo. We haven't seen anything from him. So I think he'll, he'll be off by end of, end of August. I think. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon. I reckon he'd probably still get like five hundred grand from him or something, even even close to a million for him. Yeah. Definitely a quality player, but he's, he is a bit, he's very injury prone to give it a. He's uh, made of, oh, his legs are made of sherbet. Sherbet, again, you know, Lego sherbet. joined us, never injured. Well, yeah, that's it, isn't it? But, just, you know, it's like, it's yeah, like but maybe, maybe QPR knew something we didn't. Yeah, I, like Abbott, I really think that about Abdi mm-hmm. as well with Watford. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He played so many games for Watford, yeah. and so it's like, yeah, have him. Yeah. It's one of those times when, we, when we've had Dr. Nick Riviera doing the medicals again, isn't it? It's just... It's... <laughs> Hi, everybody. Yeah, he can play the football, isn't he? <laughs> now get him in. Get him signed. Dr. Nick says it's fine. Um, right. All right. Listen, it's been an absolute pleasure. Stokey Blair, thanks a lot for joining us. Dave, I'll probably see you next week or something. It's been absolute... It's been great to catch up with you guys. Stokes, I look forward to your uh, pissed up text messages on Saturday. We'll see how they go. And about how Barry Bannon's rubbish and Fizzy Bashiro should be playing every minute of yeah. every game. And uh, and also, my apologies for waking you up to make you come and do this. Uh, Blair, it's been an absolute That's pleasure. Right. Thanks, no, mate. thanks a lot, mate. Next time, give me a bit of notice so I can, you know, prepare Wake a up. little bit and not come across <laughs> a rambling fucking idiot. <laughs> Stoke it. That's that's the way. That's what we need on this show. We need more rambling fucking idiots. <laughs> so listen. In, in the words of uh, in the words of Dave Ponchanjoy, we'll see you later, kids. <laughs> the Wednesday week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later! Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.